fade in. Exterior. A redwood forest. Twilight. Full moon rising between trees. Green city limit sign next to dark highway. Dissolve to. Sign. White block letters. Arcadia, California. Population 16,179. Freeze train. Superimpose. Episode 15. Three shot. Cut to two shot. Monday, May 11th, 2009. I've never worried that my moms weren't telling me the truth about something before. It's always been important to them to be honest with me. I don't mean they didn't keep small secrets, like about Santo or birthdays or something, but they were always straightforward about the things that actually matter, and I've always known that if I asked them something, they'd do their best to make sure I got answers. At least, I thought they would. Now, I guess I'm not so sure. Holly gave me my tape recorder back yesterday. They didn't take it or anything. They do respect my space. I forgot it on the porch, I guess. They were just returning it. But when I got it back, something's going on with the recorder. This is the fourth time it's turned on accidentally. I'm starting to wonder if maybe it needs new batteries again, or if there's something wrong with the wiring. It's pretty old, so really anything could be going on, I guess. Anyway, I might need to get a new one or something if this keeps happening. Still, I'm glad it caught them talking this time. It was a conversation I needed to know about, even if I didn't like. Anyway, there's things going on that they knew about but didn't tell me. And, okay, maybe I didn't ask the right questions, so they weren't lying, really. But, but I couldn't have known what the right questions were, so they couldn't have... That's why I'm so upset. They've never done that before, not told me something because I didn't know what to ask. It's so important. They said it's so important to give me enough information to decide things for myself. But with this, I guess I'm just going to have to figure things out for myself, since I can't count on them. Tuesday, May 12th, 2009. Audio Notes, Part 28, Etiquette in Small Town America. I got a little more work done on the script this weekend. I really feel like everything's falling into place. I've just gotten to the second twist, where the Tamora stand-in, uh, one of the matriarchs of an important family in the town who I haven't actually named yet, but might actually call Tamora, because why not? She and her sons come to Cade to tell him that they're worried about him, and get confused when he asks them why they're following Lavinia. I'm having a little bit of a hard time writing Tamora's dialogue. I don't have a lot of experience with the kind of parent she is, and everything I'm trying doesn't seem natural. I've been thinking maybe I'd ask Leah if I could come by and meet her mom. She strikes me as the kind of person I could base this character on, but that also seems like it might be a little insulting. I know Leah would say she didn't care, but she says that about everything, even the stuff that she obviously does care about, so... Anyway, I think I'll be able to make better progress when I figure out what she should sound like, because then I can have her son's dialogue bounce off hers, like they're basically just reacting or echoing rather than being independent characters. That could be an interesting way to establish- the full moon, but the new moon is the 24th, and I thought you might want to come. You haven't invited me to anything since we were in third grade. Well, I mean, I didn't think you wanted to come to anything. So why do you think I want to now? Come on, are you telling me you're going to turn down an invitation to an event at my house with the other first families? I know it's hard to believe, Cameron, but not everyone cares about that. Oh, totally. Sure. 
But you're going to come, aren't you? Elliot said you would want to. Elliot? What do you get out of inviting me? Nothing. I just want you to know there's no hard feelings between us. You might have gotten the wrong impression about things. What's the right impression? That we're friends. So, are you coming? I'll think about it. Great. Start today. Uh, you could bring Nico, if you wanted. Nico? Oh. Like I said, I'll think about it. I mean, you could totally come by yourself, if you wanted. I just thought, uh, I mean, you wouldn't want to come alone, right? I thought you said a bunch of people were already coming. Sure, sure, but they're all first families, not like people who'd want to talk to you. I mean, they aren't really close friends with you, like I am. (sighs) I'm trying to do you a favor here, Sudsworth. God, no wonder no one likes you. You make it so difficult. Fine. I'll bring Nico. Great. Awesome. Cool. So Sunday at 8. Uh, bye. I guess. I thought Elliot was different. I wonder if Cameron just said that to have an excuse for inviting me. Fuck it. Asking him won't make anything worse. I was definitely not supposed to have heard that. I feel guilty for eavesdropping, but it's not like I wanted to. They were the ones talking so loudly. I couldn't have not. Why would Cameron want Will to invite me to the... whatever it is? Why couldn't he just do it? Because I do not believe he actually is interested in being Will's friend. And why would Elliot... I shouldn't follow him. But he's probably going to talk to Elliot, and... I mean, I have a right to hear if they're talking about me, don't I? If they aren't, then I could just leave and not listen. But I should know if... What if it's something I need to know about? Following him, listening to people, it might be the only way I ever find out about anything real. Anyway, I can just walk away if it's something I shouldn't hear. Okay, that's reasonable. I honestly didn't think you had any interest in that sort of thing. If I'd known, I'd have invited you much sooner. No one has ever actually asked me how I feel about it. They just see the name and assume. That's unfair of us. And unworthy. I'm sorry. I do tend to be closer to the needs of the first families with these... My family has been here as long as any of them. You're right. (laughs) We really are narrow-minded about this, aren't we? Yeah, you are. Would you like to come celebrate the new moon with us? If I bring Nico? If you bring yourself. I'd like Nico to come, of course. But that's got less to do with the matter at hand. Then why haven't you called me? (laughs) I get it. I could probably get him to come. You'd probably have better luck than I would. I think I maybe might have shown him a little too much too fast. I'm pretty sure he doesn't want anything else to do with me. I wouldn't be so sure about that. He did have a lot of questions, though. 
did you really just explain everything to him just openly like that? Regardless of, of everything? I didn't really have any other ideas of how to do it. You know a lot more about this than most people think, don't you? Yeah, but not because I want to. My dad thinks if he does everything exactly right, people will start treating him like he's one of the first. Yeah, I know enough. Why haven't they ever given you anything? I haven't ever asked. Why not? I'm not... I mean, like you said, I'm not one of the first families. But like you said, your family has been here just as long. And it isn't as if you have to have been here since the beginning to make a bargain. I know for a fact that Mr. Estrada has made several, and he's only second generation. Mr. Estrada has what? I never would have figured he was into this kind of thing. I don't know. I just... I never felt like I should. There's never any obligation. Sometimes the price just isn't worth it. But you should think about it. I imagine there are some things you want. And if you need help phrasing things, I'd be more than willing. I've... Yeah. Yeah. I will. Think about it, I mean. Thanks, Elliot. I'll talk to Nico about Sunday. You're welcome. And I hope to see you there. Either way. You can come out now. Um. It's all right. I knew you were there. Sorry. I didn't mean to. I wasn't really... I probably shouldn't have heard that. Why not? I mean, it seemed like sort of a private conversation. I suppose you could say that. But you could also say that you are someone who should be included in that sort of privacy. What? Really, Nico, if anything, I should be following your lead when it comes to arranging bargains. Oh, great. Are you going to start leaning on my founding family's legacy now, too? I thought you'd already worked out I don't know anything that a good falconer would. I was just teasing you. It's gotten really old. All right. It's hard to remember how much you aren't aware of. Thanks. Uh, No, I don't mean it like that. It's just... The way they talk about you. React when you're around... They become very loud. It's hard to hear anything. Well, it's easy to just assume you'll follow everything naturally. Have you considered if you'd like to take a more active role in these things? What? Begin practicing. I have it on good authority that there would be interest in that from a variety of invested parties. Uh... No. I mean, it's interesting and everything, but I'm not really the religious type. No offense. I guess if I were going to be religious or whatever, this kind of faith seems more interesting than other ones, but you have to actually 
believe in it, right? And uh, again, no offense. (laughs) None taken. I imagine this would be rather difficult to believe in for an outsider. First, it's easy to forget I'm not part of this, and now I'm an outsider. Aren't you? I mean, I do have connections here. Do you? Sure. My mom, my grandparents. I hadn't got the impression you knew very much about them. I don't think you really know what you want. I do. Uh, that is... Yes. I guess, I mean, um... Maybe you should think about it. What you want. Especially now that you're somewhere you might actually be able to get it. Um, oh. Come with Will to meet the new moon. Again, no pressure. Like I said the other day, no one here wants you to do or be anything that you don't want. Even if it's family tradition. But maybe that's something else to look at. Who I want to be? Well, that also. But I meant the family. Who they were, who they've been, who you could be. And I really do need to get home. I hope to see you later, Nico. Yeah, me too. I think. God, what is it with him? He's, I'm, like... I want to keep talking to him, I want him to like me, but he always makes me feel like we're in the middle of some scene, and I haven't actually learned my lines. Who they were, who they've been, who you could be. That's pretentious as hell. But he didn't sound pretentious when he said it. It sounded natural, I guess. Perfectly normal. I I don't even know. But he's right. Which is a little annoying. I don't know very much about the Falconers and what they actually did here for the faith. Maybe it is time I start to figure out what it looks like being a proper Falconer. It's not like I'd have to do anything, just because I know nothing has to change. But it's always better to know more. Isn't it? Wednesday, May 13th, 2009. Notes unrelated to film project. I've been thinking about what Elliot said. Well, no, I haven't. I mean, it's related to what he said, but it's more what what he said meant that I'm thinking about. I've realized that I really want to get to know the Falconers better. I mean, the McCleary's who were also Falconers. I mean, I want to see what else I can find out about Mom's family, because they're my family too, and now that Arcadia has stopped being normal and started being... Whatever it actually is, it seems like it's more important to me to see how I fit into that. So I thought I'd look around the house a little, see what kind of, I don't know, records they kept. It's actually a lot more complicated to do this kind of stuff in real life compared to the movies. Like, I feel like I should be able to just go into the attic and there'd be this box full of old diaries and, like, report cards and ledgers or whatever, and I'd flip through them until I somehow just ended up on the right page, But I've looked around the attic quite a bit now, and aside from the photos, there isn't anything relevant up there. I mean, there's plenty of interesting things, but none of them tell me anything about the people. We've got more sets of dishes and cooking equipment than we could possibly need, but all that tells me is that someone, at some point, thought that chocolate brown dishes with gold edging were the epitome of style. What I've been thinking is that maybe I should look... 
So I still know almost nothing about my mom's twin, Lyndon. I tried to get her to tell me a little more about him before, but now that I know she might not tell me the truth, it's a weird feeling not entirely trusting my mom. I can't say I really like it. But I don't know what to do about that except for to just give her time to actually talk to me and figure things out on my own in the meantime. Anyway, I was thinking that maybe trying to learn more about him might be a good place to start, if only because he still has a bedroom here. I said before it's been kept a little like a shrine. I figure that means there's a pretty good chance there might be something there that would be a little more honest, I guess. So that's what I'm going to do. I looked for things Holly might be doing. Practices, I mean, stuff like what Karen was talking about. And yeah, there's red string around a bunch of doorknobs. No idea what that means, but if it's religious, it could be anything. Isn't there some kind of tradition of tying red string around babies' wrists or ankles or something? I know that's a thing somewhere. There are a couple of other weird things, too, but I'm not sure if they're weird because the house is weird or weird because Holly's done them. So I'm going to just keep an eye on it for now. Okay. Lyndon's room. Yeah, more of that thread on the doorknob. I didn't want to mess with the stuff on mine in case Holly was keeping an eye on it, but this room is kind of out of the way, so I figure it won't hurt to take it with me to look at later. I mean, it looks like it's probably just regular old red thread, but who knows. What? Ugh. The floor is dusty as hell. Huh. No, not dust, like really fine sand? I probably shouldn't touch it. It might be insecticide or something, maybe to keep bugs out of the room since it was going to be all shut up. I should probably see if I can find something to put down after I'm done since I scattered it all over the place. Actually, actually, I don't need to waste, don't need to waste tape recording this. this. So, I was about to leave. There's not really anything in here, not anything of interest to me, anyway, except I turned to go and there was this breeze from the window. It is really stuffy in here. I hadn't even noticed, but the breeze feels really nice. One of those really fresh winds you get sometimes from off the timberland that smells like cedar. But I came back over to the window because it's probably bad to leave the window open in a perpetually shut up room like this, and I saw something. One of the weird things about Falconer House. Well, I don't know if it's weird. It might just be a normal design choice for when it was built, but one of the things I think is weird about the Falconer House is how many window seats there are, but only upstairs, which is kind of a random detail to notice, but every window on the second floor has them, and none of the ones downstairs do. So there's a window seat in here, and I thought I took a good look at it, but maybe the light's different now or something. I couldn't see it before, but there's a crack here on the left-hand side. So, of course... I poke at it. I guess Lyndon made this drawer that slides out of the window seat on the left. I want to go check the others now, because this really is a great hiding spot. I think the seats might all be hollow underneath. Even if I wasn't ambitious enough to make something as well hidden as this, I could probably figure out a way to use the space under them. There was a journal in Lyndon's. I feel kind of weird taking it, but it's basically exactly what I was looking for, so it also feels weird to just, I don't know, ignore it? So now I have my dead uncle's journal, which may turn out to be nothing. 
or it may be a catalog of people he had crushes on, or bad poetry, or anything, really, but it's a way to learn about him, about the family that I didn't have before. I'm excited, I think, to get to read it. Anyway, I didn't mean to stand around talking about it for this long, I just wanted to get... Huh. The window isn't open? I guess there's a draft coming from somewhere. I should. Hmm. Smash cut, black screen. Over black, roll credits. Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Will Setsworth is played by Thomas Fleming. Elliot Baldwin is played by Rube Dickey. Cameron Sheridan is played by Nick. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Games. It is written and directed by Lisa Guente and edited by Eric Seguente. More information about the show and its cast can be found in the episode notes or at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com. Fade out. Fade out.